You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855am. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. You have tuned in into 3CR's program, Behind Closed Doors. This program explores all topics related to sex work. We give sex workers and allies a comfortable space to share their experiences. We also appreciate questions from the general public. Behind Closed Doors aim to uncover what the sex industry is really like. Our program exists to bridge the gaps. Please be mindful, this program is not suitable for little years as there may also be explicit language use. Please connect with us on Twitter at bcd3cr or email us at bcd3cr at gmail.com. Hi everyone and welcome to Behind Closed Doors on 3CR 855 AM and digital. Hi everyone, we are Australia's only sex worker radio show. I'm Dean and Sassy and I will be chatting with Linda from Slutwalk. Hi Sassy. Hi Dean. Hi Linda. Hey Sassy and Dean, how are you all doing today? Great, I can't wait to learn all about all of this. Linda, can you just tell us what is Slutwalk? Well, basically in 2011 in Toronto, Canada, a police officer told a sexual assault victim that she wouldn't have been assaulted if she wasn't dressing the way she did. In Toronto, the uh, you know it's all volunteer, and they started Slutwalk as a way to reclaim not only the word slut, but to address the rape culture and the sexual assault victim blaming and just to be able to walk down the damn street. And what's the actual history of Melbourne Slutwalk? It is our 10th annual this coming up um, in November. Yeah, so it's it's, we've just been joining um, with all the slut walks all over the globe and to really try to reclaim that word, reclaim the culture and um, address that here in Melbourne. So this so slut walk is a global movement. When does it occur in Melbourne? Um, the one this year, and obviously with the restrictions of the pandemic, um, we normally would have a rally. So we're not exactly sure if we're going to be having a rally or a radio show. Um, but either way, it will be live broadcast on 3CR. 14th of November, it's on a Saturday, starting at 1 o'clock, going for roughly an hour on the radio show. What do audience can expect from this event? Well, we're not exactly sure. I think like everyone else, we're winging it. But I can tell you that like it's sometimes a bit intimidating how amazing everybody is, you know, who works with Slutwalk, the volunteers, really empowering um, our speakers because they're talking about their lived experience, things that have happened to them, their co-workers, their friends. They're always really empowering, really honest. And you know, it's something that it's like a peer outreach. It's things that have happened to them. So they're speaking from their own experience. They're not speaking for other people. I attended last year rally and that was my very first Slut Walk Melbourne rally that I've attended. I enjoyed listening to the speakers' personal stories and the issues that they have raised. Is that what going to happen on the online event too? Uh, Yes, again, we're not exactly sure, but we are going to invite past rally speakers to share their stories. And in the past, we've even had um, musical people perform. Yeah, so again, we're not really sure, but we're definitely going to have some of the most fantastic speakers we've had at past rallies. Is this event open to anyone? Any genders? Who are welcome to this event? Just number one, one of the hallmarks of Slutwalk. There's so few safe spaces that we can all be into, and I am really proud of that. We try to do our absolute best to provide this safe space, especially for LGBTQIA+, trans people, sex workers, slutty people, <laughs> you know, no, wherever you like. Hell yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, so that's pretty much, I'd say, a hallmark and a tenet of the rallies. When I say rally, at least for the in-person rallies, yeah. uh, we train volunteers how to do bystander and 
interventions in case we get people, shall we say, that are less enlightened who decide to counter rally. We had a few men's rights activists one year who tried to harangue people in the crowd. And so just to try to manage that and really not to make it a passive safe space, but also as an, I prefer the term safer space because you can do your best, but nothing's perfect. It's kind of like safer six. But yeah, we do our best. And I'm, I'm pretty proud of that personally. Oh, and I remember last year, because I love to dress up, so of course I had a slutty outfit, and I had the nipple tape, as you do, you know, just for legal reasons, and so I had um, a pair of scissors and a pair, different colors of electrical tape hanging from my belt, and it was the solidification station, in case anybody wanted to, like, get their tits out and, like, you know, slap some tape on them. What about men who are allies of this movement or this cause? As a male sex worker, I... Mm -hmm feel that I, I get a lot of slut shaming as well or sex shaming because of the work that I do and who I am. Am I okay to attend this event? I personally would love for you to attend. I think it would be fantastic. It's all about allies. Sexual assault affects everyone. I mean, it's a shame, but it's so pervasive. It's awful. I mean, as you know, male sex workers get sexually assaulted all the time. Again, I can't speak to that from my own experience. I can imagine through stigma and thing else. I mean, do you feel comfortable talking to the police? Would you feel comfortable talking to your friends? That's horrible. Yes, please come. We, and Slut Walk, want, like I said, both sex workers to be, yeah, it's real work. Y'all know, we're not telling y'all your own business. It's real work, it's important. Slut Walk is a place where not only can, it's free of that stigma, but I would hope that we can all reclaim that, that slut word, whether it's a pro-slut or a home slut. <laughs> I just made that up, so I don't know. <laughs> And, uh, and also in men, I think it's really important. Not only are men half the population, but it's really important that they're part of the whole uh, reclaiming sexual assault movement. And even, you know, and obviously that goes to everything from uh, sexual assault with all genders, but down to just basic misogyny. And, uh, you know, what can people do with their own bodies? That goes down to just even straight up abortion and things like that. I'm rambling. Please come. That would be great. Uh, <laughs> and um, everyone's part of it and everyone should be part of it and it affects everyone. No, thank you. That, that That's great to know because, you know, as a, a male worker, we represent approximately 20% of the general sex worker community and so we're very invisible and especially because we work online with dealing with assaults or crimes against sex workers in general and also in the male community that are perpetrators who do these different crimes, whether it's blackmail, whether it's theft, whether, you know, or, or assault. And there is so much stigma of going to police and fear of going to police or authorities in the chance that we might get arrested. And so, you know, we, on this show, Behind Closed Doors, we've always talked about decriminalisation of mm -hmm. the sex work laws. We've had a, a, an amazing review this year by the MP Fiona Patton. We hope to have her on our show later in the year to discuss her findings or you know her thoughts about the review and one of those is how do we end stigma how do we make it a better workplace for all of us to work in not just sex workers but people in general and it begins with having a conversation an adult conversation about all of this and you know slut walk sounds amazing raising awareness and creating a safer space to have a conversation about you know what does it mean to slut shame or sex shame somebody I mean, I think the heart of that is also sex workers. I mean, that's just hugely stigmatized, like you're saying, and it affects everything. Um, I think you should be able to walk down the street, get a coffee, and, oh, what'd you do on the weekend? Oh, I had some great clients. We learned some cool stuff about dicks. I don't know. And everyone's like, hell yeah, 
yeah, that's fantastic. Not, what'd you do on the weekend? I hung out with friends, you know, and it's just, or <laughs> obviously that's the lighter version of, but you're right. I mean, it should be absolutely decriminalized. There should be OHNS, working conditions, unions, all of these things so that sex workers get all the protection, the rights, and no stigma for doing what y'all do. You're amazing. I mean, sex work and just even teaching people. I know so many sex workers have amazing specialized skills. They were fantastic. I highly recommend everyone go see your local sex worker. Y'all are great. And with the current Melbourne slut walk yeah. movement, are, are there a lot of male supporters or male identifying supporters and allies? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I've been doing this, this will be my third year, and thinking about the rally last year, we didn't take a survey, but we did have a good number of, I would say, masculine appearing folks, which is good. And that's really good. Like I said, it's, it's really important to include everyone because that's the heart of it. Slut shaming and sexual assault stigma and sex worker discrimination, it affects everybody. This is Behind Closed Doors. We are Australia's only sex worker radio show on 3CR 855 AM and digital radio. Next, next, next. Baby, don't you worry, I ain't in a hurry. Turn the music on, let's get the window blurry. Excuse my French, but on finira tous les deux nus sur le tapis. When I'm face down, we got no time to waste. Countdown, gonna fly to space, and I know you're gonna be begging me to stay, but I don't want no love, don't have the time to get involved, and I don't ask for too much, yeah. I want you to wind up my waist, yeah. touch my body like clay, come take a dip in the waves, you know that I'm full when we play the That was Don't Rush by Young T and Bugsy featuring Nika. Hi everyone and welcome back to Behind Closed Doors on 3CR 855 AM and Digital Radio. We've been chatting with Linda about Slut Walk Melbourne. This is so interesting because the word slut has been used as a really awful derogatory term against people as a, a horrible slur. Linda, do you find that because Slut Walk has been around for so many years, do you think or have you found that the perception of sex of the word slut, has that changed because of events like Slut Walk? Well, um, you mentioned it's been around for so many years, but to be honest, I feel like it's been around for too few. It's only been around for ten or nine or ten years. And wouldn't it be nice if they had this, you know, like when I was growing up, you know, just that classic, by my accent, I'm American, and that classic trope of you had sex in high school, if you're a woman, oh, you got massively shamed. And if you're a man, it was the high five. I mean, it's such a trope and it's ridiculous. And we still do have a bit of that today. But I will say that I think it's gotten better, especially over the last four or five years. I think we're getting safer spaces. Even just the phrase slut shaming, 
I think I only first really heard that a few years ago. Even, I mean, obviously it's still around, but to be honest, even just having the language to call out what it is that you're feeling wrong about the world is really empowering. And that's helped me personally. I do think Slut Walk, it's incredibly empowering. Also just to be around, it's not just you. However many, you know, hundreds of people we had last year and the years before, and you know they're with you. And not only does it normalize reclaiming of the word slut, but there's power in that, I think. I always thought when you get down to it, everybody has sex. And why do people give a fuck about who other people fuck? If it's adult and consensual, leave me the hell alone. I keep telling people that like, sex is sex. Everybody has sex. So what's the big deal? I'm being safe and adult and consensual. Mm. I mean, whether it's LGBTQIA, sex workers, trans people, poly people, non-monogamous, seriously, especially these like old, white, cis hetero dudes <laughs> in parliament telling me what I can do when it's literally not hurting anyone else. It's ridiculous. They should focus on people who actually commit crimes. What people do in the bedroom is none of your business. Or what oh. people wear is none of your business. Oh, preacher girl, I hear you. Let's see. Instead of telling me that what I wear causes rape, maybe you could tell the rapist not to rape. Maybe mm. that would make a little more sense. Yeah, instead of men having sex with men, it was illegal what to like the early 80s in Australia. That was not that long ago. If you sexually assault someone, which is really horrible and traumatizes them for life, people might, A, if it's even reported or prosecuted, won't even go into that. And someone might only go to jail for a few months or a year. How is that fair? I totally agree with you, Linda. The justice system here can be a little biased and this is the reason why a lot of the perpetrators out there got away with what they've done. I've been a victim of slut shaming, body shaming and victim blaming. I was so glad that I went to Slut Walk Melbourne rally last year. It feels very empowering. There's a lot of people who attended the rally. Not only it was empowering, but me being at the rally can actually help to raise awareness about this movement, especially for my trans community, that there are always help and support and we don't have to stay quiet and hide anymore. Linda, what made you want to be involved in this movement? You know, in a way, I think you answered your own question. Just listening to you is amazing and, and wonderful and I'm really glad that you could both find that and feel that way at the slut walk rally. Well, I think really the heart of it, um, you know, you're, like you said yourself as a, a trans sex worker, you could be there, you felt safe. And just by doing that, A, that's what it's all about. And B, all of that multiplied by all the people there is what helps create that awareness and that movement. What was your experience last year then? You know, you said that went to the slut walk Melbourne. How did you feel afterwards? being involved or being part of that event? Like I said earlier, it was very empowering. We felt so empowered when we got there. There's a lot of people who were at the rally. I went there with two other girlfriends, Miss Catalina and Rebecca Loveday. They agreed to come with me and we even designed signs for the rally. We walked with pride holding that sign, walking across Swanson Street to Federation Square. That's great. I, I remember you last year were talking about this and I, and I couldn't do it unfortunately because I had other commitments but it sounds amazing that it's such an empowering positive experience and I think that's what we need more as a society to have more communities get together and support each other because this whole world is I mean 2020 is has been literally a disaster horror movie for the entire world it's the whole world's gone bonkers now it's time for us to take charge of some of that craziness and, and make it more positive I think uh, and more supportive and loving we need more love I mean slut shaming is love shaming really mm. Agree. You've been listening to Behind Closed Doors on 3CR 855 AM and digital radio. Breathe in and out. You're listening to 3CR. Hi everyone again. 
and welcome back to Behind Closed Doors. We've been chatting with Linda from Slutwalk Melbourne. All right, what's the future of this movement, Linda? We've had this ridiculous year of social isolation. Everything's all online. Do you think that it'll be a combination of online or any, any thoughts about the future and how it, pro- it will progress? Just to clarify, do you mean the future as in the upcoming rally or just the future of the movement overall? Future of the movement in, in general. Okay, um, well, I can say that I sincerely hope that the future of the movement is that it's a good one and it gets better. Even if it's slowly and surely, more and more allies, more and more people realize just the normalcy. Like I said, four years ago, there was, I didn't know what slut shaming was and now it just makes so much sense. So I hope that that not only spreads, but people realize just how much that affects everyone. You know, sex workers aren't in a little bubble. LGBTQIA aren't in a little bubble. It's all of us culture. And so I hope the future of the movement is that it spreads awareness and that we can hopefully make this better for every single person because that's who exactly it is. Are there plans for um, educational projects, things like that for the broader community, corporate world, universities, high schools, that kind of thing? That's an interesting question. We have run a couple of online panels, different speakers and experts. Obviously, we've done the rally. Every year we do slut which is like a cabaret burlesque performance on Halloween, which is really fun. So this year we'll do Slut Fest, but it will be online uh, to try to raise money for Grandmothers Against Removals, which is a group of Aboriginal grandmothers who are fighting against the stolen generation. And so every year we choose a different uh, chair, as well as raising money just for equipment for the rally and that sort of thing. Yeah, we haven't actually done anything in terms of universities and things like that, but there are, are so many good groups who are already do things like that that I'm sure we'd love to work with them. Do you think Slut Walk Melbourne movement supporters are growing every year, especially at the rally? I think so. I don't have the numbers, okay. but it's been going 10 years. And so, well, actually, when you think about it over the last 10 years, it started in Canada. It's worldwide. It started in Australia and Melbourne, I believe, five years ago. And now it's in different cities around Australia. Yeah, I think it is actually raising awareness, getting bigger, because more and more people are identifying with it. And then they themselves are sharing it, even if it's just making a comment about a, a rape joke or a sex worker joke and just calling someone else out. If that happens a million times, then it is going to make a tangible effect on society and on the different communities that we all are in. Just recently, the police in Australia reached out to the LGBTQIA plus community. They want to learn more about them, um, about the events, um, their rally, their courses. Is this something that Slut Walk Melbourne would do to make them understand more about the movement and educate them? And I think the, the ethos around Slut Walk is, yes, it's awareness and education. So anyone who is willing to listen, more than happy to talk to them. But... I think there's been many cases where the police, both in Melbourne and around the world, aren't really interested in listening. Yeah, you know, if know. you want to report a sexual assault or anything like that. I mean, even these days, even somewhere as we like to think as progressive as Melbourne is, it's still really hard. And you're still very often going to get shamed. So yes, I would love to have open dialogues with police, but I'd also like it to be with sincerity and transparency. Don't do it to tick a box. Would love for Slut Walk to talk to local police and really work with them. I believe it's like the GLOW. It's the LGBTI liaison with police. And I've heard they're really good. So in, especially in your regional police, which I think often have a reputation of being, shall we say, less tolerant than Melbourne police. So yes, it'd be great to open up a legitimate, clear dialogue with police, but I think they have to be just as vested or it's not going to go anywhere. And not just for them to tick a box on a form for a PR exercise. In terms of the organisational structure of uh, Slut Walk Melbourne, are you all... Uh, 
uh, a group of volunteers or is it a, a set up as a not-for-profit what what's the organizational structure oh, yeah we've we're always we're 100 volunteers all the money we raise from fundraisers goes toward the charities that we support every year and to running the rally and uh our at least this year our online events so you were all just kind of trying to figure it out as we go along and do our best like everyone else slut shaming and that sort of stuff i think as a femme presenting person i've had to deal with that very often pretty much my whole life and um you don't realize how much you internalize it until you have the language around it. Um, so bringing that awareness to everybody else and even just being in an empowered space, like Sassy, like you were saying, for three hours, one day a year. Hell yeah, I'm down with that. It's really about spreading that, you know, not just for myself and wishing I'd had this years and years ago, but for everybody else. Um, so coming into, we call the Slut Walk Committee, um, and there's, you know, different people, different backgrounds, you know, different genders, different orientations. And yeah, and everyone's really supportive and everyone's just amazing and smart and all the volunteers are just fantastic. So yeah, it's just, I think it's also just a really important message and we do our best to get that out there as much as we can. So I really identified with that and therefore, yes, I would definitely want to help. Earlier, you mentioned that anyone can come to the rally. So does this apply to anyone that who wants to get involved, who wants to volunteer for Slut Walk Melbourne? And by anyone, I mean any genders can apply to be volunteers for Slut Walk Melbourne. Um, yes, everyone is completely welcome. What, uh, no matter what, you know, orientation, gender, job, you know, anything like that. The only thing is obviously if you're going to come in and shame someone or be homophobic or yeah, then, you know, you're not really well. So as long as you're, you agree with the ethos and you're happy to spread that and you respect everybody else. Yes, please come. If you're going to join the rally and yell at someone because they're trans, then no, you can stay the hell on. What do we have to do to get involved in the community? Well, obviously, um, please come to our rally or if we have it online, listen to the radio show. Oh, Open your windows, blast out the speakers while your neighbors can hear these amazing yeah. rally speakers we're going to have. Um, every year, people make these really cool signs, like you were saying, Sassy, in your front window. I had mine in my front windows for like a month. It was great. I was so excited. There's, We've got a Facebook group. We've got Instagram. So you can always tune in there to find out what's going on. Right now, we're doing a 10-year documentary, and we're interviewing different people from slut walks around the world. And so we're working with uh, some of the local film people to kind of create that, and that'll be coming out. Mm. Um, and then, like I said, we're doing doing Slut Fest. I wanted to call it Slut Fest from the couch, but you know, I think I got out there. <laughs> and that'll be our online fundraiser. And that should be probably sometime toward the end of October. And that'll be some of our past performers and speakers. And it'll be great. The, they're just amazing, like burlesque and cabaret and some spoken word and some comedy. So yeah, keep on the, the socials to find out about that. So you mentioned about the doco. So where can listeners find the documentary online? We're just starting that now. All right. Okay. So uh, updates about the doco will will be on the Facebook and on the other. Uh, right. Okay. Oh. We'll be on Facebook and Instagram. We're just starting out, so we're trying to. We're uh, we're in the process of developing, and it'll be amazing. Yes, yeah, so you can find out all the information about Slutwalk Melbourne, the wonderful things we do, the panels, the rally, the upcoming doco, um, and our fundraisers for our super amazing charity on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So, Linda, um, where can the public find details of Slutwalk Melbourne event? Right now we're in talks with 3CR because they're either going to live stream the rally or to be completely honest, I think it's looking like it's probably going to be an online radio event. So yeah. we're in talks with them right now to how amazingly that's going to be structured and run with our super duper speakers. So yes, there will be more details coming up and everything is closed captioned. Um, so we try to make it accessible as possible, you know, for people who ha are hearing impaired. Thank you, Linda. Is there anything else that you want to add? I tried to think of like a pithy something. Something firing that you want the listeners to hear. Yeah, or is there a, or is there a slogan? So Slot Walk Melbourne, 
and Slut Walk internationally is an international grassroots movement that calls for the end of rape culture and slut shaming. Um, I think that's really important because it affects all walks of life, whether it's LGBTIQ people, trans people, sex workers, or your cousin. Everyone has to deal with this. It's important and needs to be done now. Thank you so much, Lina. That is such great advice. And we would like to thank you for making time to come to our show and wish you all the best for the upcoming event. I'm sure we all can agree that we need to end slut shaming, victim blaming, and rape culture. Um, and hopefully I can meet you in person someday. Thank you for coming to the rally last year and inviting me to come speak to you today. I've really enjoyed hearing about um, your experiences, both of you, and uh, speaking with you. Thank you. We'll be seeing you at the rally. Yeah. There you go, Dean. A little bit of insight of Slut Walk Melbourne movement and what it's all about. As I said um, to you before that, I enjoyed so much and I feel very empowered when I went to the rally last year and I did invite you, but unfortunately you couldn't come. But hopefully this year, maybe this year is not going to happen, but maybe next year, the whole team of BCD can actually be at the rally. So Dean, what do you think of tonight's um, conversation with Linda, the Slut Walk Melbourne organiser? I feel so uh, empowered by this whole movement because mm -hmm. I think that especially as a sex worker, we, in my case, uh, as a male-to-male -male sex worker, I've had to keep my identity or my work very, very private uh, and not talk to a lot of people um, except peers about the work I do. And so for a movement like Slut Walk, to be global and to raise awareness uh, and to not make people shamed of sex, of their work, of their personal uh, behaviours, this is great. It's it's like what you were saying, Sassy, it's it's so empowering. empowering. And yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think we need more movements like this. Oh, I mean like why would society accept male strippers and not male sex workers? I think at the end of the day we just need to learn not to shame people. And also what two consenting adults do is no one's business. You know, as so long as no one's being hurt, it's between two consenting adults. Sex is just sex. That is just sex, not a big deal. Everybody have sex. Well people just have sex will stop. And that and that's the thing, you know, um as sex workers we are private, we are discreet about who we see. But in general we see so many different types of people from society and, you know, during the course of my work history I've seen people who are very, very high profile uh, in their occupation and they're just people who want to have sex sex between consenting adults why don't we talk about it why don't we say you know sex is okay why do we have to be so you know sex shaming conversation about sex shouldn't be awkward i think everybody should talk openly about sex their sex life or just sex in general i think the new generation are beginning to be more open about it i've seen a lot on social media talk about sex and it's almost like a norm now there's another interesting show on behind closed doors thanks Sassy, that was great. Thank you, Dean. That was so, so good. Okay. And if people want to come to the event, we will link the um, the link um, on our social media and hopefully people can come to Flat Walk Melbourne event. Well, uh, it's, it's the new online event for this year in November. We'll let everyone know. Yeah, see you there. See you there. Can't wait. Tune in to the station that gives voices to sex workers. Subscribe to 3CR. We have a special announcement.
We have an update from Slutwalk Melbourne that the event broadcast at 3CR will be postponed from the 14th to the 21st or the 29th of November. Please follow our social at BCD3CR or Slutwalk Melbourne for new updates. The question we always ask our guests is think of songs. Have you ever heard uh, I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred in Spanish? Joy. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Oh, how funny. That'd be good. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Oh, you too. I, I, I honestly really enjoyed our chat on the phone. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, excellent. All right, well, thank you for your time today. Well, thanks, y'all. I really appreciated it. Soy, tan sexy, came in more. Tan sexy, came in more. Va, abandonarme. Soy ideal, soy tan sexy que mi amor.